0: Exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer Podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks, and hacks for a way to live better. Today, I am joined by a truly inspirational guest who describes himself as a down-to-earth, unconventional fitness coach with a sarcastic sense of humor who goes against the grain. Taco has never been a follower. My hand is up right now in in agreement. He's never been afraid to be controversial. Yep, my hand is also up in agreement. Um, And he's not scared to admit when he's wrong. Yeah, that's true. He puts honesty first and is always keen to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome absolute legend, Taco Fleur. Well,
1: thank you for that intro. Where did you get all that information? (laughs) uh, Spot on. (laughs) it's almost like we spoke before
0: this (laughs) i think don't let me people into my secret don't let them into my secret um so a a bit about how i know who you are is um i was looking for something to do um, in fitness that I could do which I knew was going to build a habit. So it needed to be something small. It needed to be something easy. It needed to be something I could have at home that I could really not, you know, something that was almost beside my bed that I would trip up over in the morning. And um, that led me down the path of Googling kettlebells. And if you Google kettlebells, there is one man who comes up front and center, and that is you. You're like the master
1: of kettlebells. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I tried to be, yeah. So yep. tell,
0: tell us a bit of background, you know, tell, tell, us, how, tell us a bit of story about TACO and um, how you came to become the man that is Kettlebells.
1: Uh, it started a long time ago, uh, I guess. Like I've always been active uh, since I was born, you know, uh, cycling, always uh, something, uh, going to mountains, etc. But um, when I moved to Spain, I met my wife, uh, she's Australian. Uh, so we moved back to Spain when we had our, oh, sorry, back to Australia when we had our ch- child. And over there, we just uh, started the gym, uh, which was called uh, the Tough Spot. And um, in that gym, uh, we started with kettlebells. And from there, it just grew uh, into a lot more. Like I started uh, creating videos uh, with workouts and just post them online. And people seemed to enjoy that. So it just grew and grew from there. Uh, we started creating um, certifications, courses, um, books, writing books, and just uh, shared the knowledge, I guess. Like, uh, it wasn't all about money. It was also about getting people in and joining in on it. But uh, as we um, continued on this journey, I did find that um, if you pro- provide free things, not everybody appreciates it. They, they look at it like... Um, It's not worth anything. So from there there on out, uh, you know, let me uh, go back a bit, I guess. When I first started, we wanted it to be free. That didn't really work. And from there, we started charging for it, and it it got more appreciated. Like uh, people started seeing the value of it then. Yeah, and uh, from um, Australia, we moved to uh, Vietnam. We started another uh, gym there. We actually had two gyms in Australia. That was very hard to give up, uh, those gyms, but uh, we, we felt like it was time to move on. Then we moved to uh, Vietnam, uh, a little place called uh, Da Nang. They'd never seen kettlebells there, so they were very interested in that. It's, it's very um, nice to see uh, people that had never seen these things and you introduce them to it. So yeah, Vietnam, uh, after that, Spain. And now we're just continuing on uh, on our track through Europe and uh, spread the word for kettlebells.
0: This is brilliant. Absolutely amazing. Um, and so
1: the, what is it
0: about kettlebells? Wow. Um,
1: they're, yeah. They're very uh, versatile. I just, um, like, it's not just kettlebells. Like we also use barbells or dumbbells or TRXs. You know, if we get a client and... The best thing for them is a TRX. We'll we'll use a TRX with them, but overall, for for ourselves, um, we enjoy the kettlebell more because it's just so versatile. You you like not a lot of people do what we do. We just take it out to the beach or we take it out trekking. Um, you see, I guess you could do that with a TRX too, but uh, with a kettlebell, there's just a lot more fun to be had. You can throw it around, you can catch it. Uh, your pharma carry it while you you're, you're trekking out in the in the woods yeah it, it's also um it produces results you know uh, like you're working your whole body as you're snatching that thing up or as you bringing it around your body you're just working your core a lot you're working all your muscles so we just found that it's a really good tool it's not just because we like it that we promote it it's because it's just actually a really good tool
0: what do you is it good for a beginner what sort of things do you do as a beginner
1: as a beginner well sorry I hope the wind is not too bad because I'm out here on the beach I have to apologise for that that's um,
0: awesome I love that we're doing a podcast with you on the beach <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do you do with a beginner? Well, we've created all these steps to um, teach a beginner uh, how to work with a kettlebell. We call that uh, kettlebell training fundamentals. So as a beginner, you first uh, start to look at uh, squatting and hip hinging. So squatting uh, is something that everybody should be doing properly. And first, that needs to be correct before you start adding weight to it. So if your squat is not correct, then you should not be squatting with a kettlebell. If, if your hip hinge is not correct, then you should not be uh, deadlifting with a kettlebell. So first we correct all those things and then we start adding a bit of weight. Uh, the first thing we do is uh, assisted uh, dead clean. So assisted means that you use your other hand to bring that bell up. And other stuff that happens is um, you turn the bell around your hand and you insert. That's an important thing uh, to learn for beginners as well because a lot of people don't get that hand insert and from there, if they don't have that uh, foundation, they uh, start ripping their hands, they start banging their forearms, and there's a lot of other stuff that goes wrong. So uh, to to answer your question, the first thing we do is uh, the assisted clean and from there the swing, uh, then press and roll and then you start building on top of that. But those are the fundamentals, really.
0: You've got some videos. A lot of your stuff is up on YouTube, which you, of course, give away for free. Um, And uh, there's some great beginners and and pieces and classes up there. Yes. Um, And that's under Caveman Training. So how long have you been running Caveman Training?
1: Since 2009, I think. Yeah, 2009. And before that, we were called Executive Results. That's what, uh, since 2004. Yeah, so first it was Executive Results, then uh, 2009, Caveman Training.
0: And that's where I picked you up and then became an avid follower. Um, so for me, it was the fact that, you know, often the kids will get me up at 5.30, or one will, the youngest. Um, and that means that the morning routine is out unless you've got a kettlebell, because the reality is the kettlebell is so easy to do. I mean, I, there have nearly been some incidents with foreheads and swinging kettlebells, I'll be honest, um, because, um, you know, three-year-olds tend to not be aware of how heavy a kettlebell is <laughs> as it's been swung around the place. Um, but um, I probably shouldn't have admitted that. Anyway, um, but, uh, you know, I could still do it, even though I had these sorts of... It, To me, it was like having a tool that eradicated excuses. Do you find that?
1: Yes, yes, it's so handy. Like you can do it anywhere, and you can just do a ten-minute workout, even a four-minute workout. You know, it's better than nothing. You got little Tabata workouts. Uh, Well, they call them Tabata, you know, now and then, like twenty seconds, ten seconds off. It's really just interval training. But um, you could even do that for four minutes. You know, a little warm up. And then four minutes of that, uh, high intensity, and you're done for the day, really, you know? So it's, it's really great.
0: Because the piece I'm, we're always banging on to people about is that, you know, exercise is literally like an antidote to drinking. Um, and um, because, you know, A, the, the health side of it, it um, you know, you need exercise in the morning to flush out your system because the lymphatic system does not have a pump. Um, so in order for your liver to start properly detoxing, you need exercise in the morning. And the great thing about you know, something like a kettlebell is that you can place it right beside your bed with your f- workout kit, which means the moment you get up, you're putting your exercise kit on, you're picking up your kettlebell and you're walking straight to go and do some, so, uh, to, to, to get that exercise. And as Taco just said, five, 10 minutes in a day is, is, is enough to get your heart rate going, is enough to do some exercise that you can tick the box for exercise that day. It's not like the, the going to the gym where there's half an hour before, half an hour after, all that stuff, which ends up being two hours of your day to go to the gym. Here, it's literally busy people, busy lives, 10 minutes. Sorry, I'm going to go on and on and on about this. And, um, you know, you might be listening and thinking, why is Ruri going on about kettlebells so much? And why are we talking about kettlebells? And because I found it so easy in my life um, and, and and I really want to drive this home to people. I found it as a way to remove the excuse that when in my head, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't be bothered to do it today. I can't, oh, it's raining outside. Oh, I just, right. There was no excuse. Yeah. So give me some tips, Taco, for um, for anybody who's listening who's thinking about getting into um, kettlebell training.
1: Some tips. Uh, well, first thing is uh, you need to get yourself a kettlebell.
0: Where should we get that from?
1: Uh, I guess it depends on where you live. Um, uh, you can get them online. You can get them from Amazon. Uh, if you... I think in the UK, you got Wolverson. If you're in the US, you got uh, Kettlebell Kings and Kettlebells USA. But um, personally, uh, I don't have any experience with them, so I can't say which one is good because I always import my own kettlebells. So, but uh, just search online, you know, or uh, go to Caveman Training, and there's um, a document that I've created for beginners that will help them um, understand what weight to choose and what kettlebell to choose, uh, depending on what they're doing, uh, how active they are, uh, whether they're male or female. And then there are some links in there as well, of uh, places to buy kettlebells. There's a lot of people always ask, uh, what kettlebell weight should I start with? So I've broken that all down, like, uh, are you going to do uh, high intensity stuff? Are you going to do slow strength stuff? Uh, how long have you been training already, etc. That's all in there. That's a free document, and that, can, that, that uh, once people download that, they can just read it and decide what way to start with and what place to get the kettlebell.
0: Excellent. Um, so I've ordered my kettlebell, um, I've put it beside my bed, and you mentioned already about some of these um, earlier, earlier pieces in Scott and Tool, but if there was a workout, Um, that you were like, look, this is a timeless one. You could do this every day as a routine. If you were just going to fix on one thing with kettlebells over the next 30 days, let's say, um, what would that one routine look like?
1: It would have to be short because uh, at first I was thinking of a a workout that I called uh, the Big Four, which is a a strength workout, but that's not something that you could do every day. It's it's an hour long, or 45 minutes to an hour. (laughs) So that's not something you could do every day. It would have to be short. It would probably be um, your weight should also not be too heavy if you're going to do it every day. So it would be a Tabata workout. uh, And it would probably be something with jerks. So double bell and jerks, which is a a bit more advanced. So that's not for everybody. Then if we had to tame it down a bit where everybody could do it, it would be uh, just deadlifts. With a, with a squat. So you could uh, deadlift. Uh, most people, when they hear deadlift, they think hip hinge. So deadlift is actually not uh, um, the definition of the movement. Deadlift just means you're deadlifting a weight. Now, it can be done with uh, different type of, of movement. And I would say the squat movement and just deadlift for 20 seconds, nice and fast. 10 seconds rest, repeat for eight times. And you would have to change it up for the next day because you don't want to just be working your your lower body. So if you're advanced enough, the next day you would do jerks or actually, sorry, uh, presses. You would do presses because uh, jerks are also lower body, actually. So uh, I would say one day uh, deadlifts, the next day uh, presses if we want to keep this uh, all simple. Otherwise, I would mix it up a little bit more.
0: Awesome. And if you don't know what either of them are, then Google them. <laughs> You'll find a lot online um, which, will, which will give you the, the right sort of um, movement and, and, and how to do it if you're doing them at home. Or why not give this a shot at the gym when you go down there? Ask your PT or ask somebody in the gym um, to, to walk you through it so you can do them at home later. Um, so, you know, I'm, I've been waffling on here about how um, – by putting it next to the bed and you always do it and everything else. And I was in a routine. I was doing basically a hundred swings a day was what I had to do. Um, and the, the, the point was to keep trying, skate, uh, you know, doing swinging heavier and heavier weight. Um, so a hundred swings and it'd be broken down into 10 swings of 10. Uh, every single day, keep doing it. And I got up to the 36, I think. Um, but the, the the point was i would read in this book about going up to like, the 48 I think um and um anyway so I I actually really enjoyed that however I did stop doing kettlebells so um I was wondering whether you would help me be a bit accountable um and uh um make sure that I do some kettlebell swings over the next 30 days what are we agreeing on here
1: yeah we can do that
0: and um before we do that I want to talk about um because you've you've occasionally dropped booze, not booze on the head, right? You've done three months, six months, is that right?
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: What's your relationship with alcohol like now?
1: Uh, I still do the same thing. Like um, I go on and off, maybe a month no alcohol, uh, then I'll drink again. It's nothing uh, like uh, I don't go out anymore. I'm too old for that stuff. We don't go to the bars or anything. It's just at home uh, together with my wife, uh, just a, a, a wine or a beer, no, n- nothing drastic, but uh, still uh, sometimes I, I do feel like, uh, you know, I want to quit altogether. So uh, if we can do something here together and support each other, I'm all for it.
0: Ooh, I like that. Like a little duel challenge. Okay. So what's it going to look like? I'm going to challenge you to do 90 days. And um, we'll, uh, we'll get you on the 90-day the challenge. You up for that?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm up for that. Awesome. Right, what have I got to do? Well, I, I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> you just put me on the spot. I, I'm really going to have to think about this. I will ask you some questions of what you're doing, of what you know, and all that. And then uh, then I'll uh, send you what you need to be doing. I'm already <laughs> sweating. Not, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be achievable.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm already sweating. Um, and um, I, I'll, I'll warn you, I have a tendency to commit to these things and then not do them. <laughs> so I've got to be a man of my word. Did you say you are a man of your word? I, I am saying that, but I'm saying it without having seen what the deal is right you just um, po- you no, just no, no. you just told me that you could you have not drunk before it's fairly easy for you to not drink so actually my challenge to you is pretty easy that's all i'm saying that's what i'm saying if you know if okay. it's gonna be fair then um I'll, I'll get a five kilo kettlebell and um do a swing a day how's that <laughs>
1: no, no, no. that's not gonna work <laughs> no no i don't want that either i don't want that either I do. No. Want
0: to, I do want to build up the strength, and I know how great I feel after doing the kettlebell stuff. There's just no excuses.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, we'll out uh, after the the podcast that I'll ask you some questions of what you enjoy doing, of what you want to increase. Maybe you want to increase your flexibility or your strength. So whatever it is uh, that I'll put together, it's going to work towards uh, the goals that you want, and it's not going to be something uh, torturing or anything, you know. Uh, a lot of people to look at me and think, oh, you're going to put something it together that's going to torture me, and I'm scared of that. I don't know what it is. Is Is it? Is it because I shaved my head and I got tattoos?
0: <laughs> exactly. It's just because we're... Well, you are called caveman training. You've got tattoos, a shaved head. Um, so, you know... Um, and, you know, your videos, you look like an absolute beast, let's be honest. I mean, so for all the ladies out there, um, if you do want a little bit of... Um, um i've got to be careful what i say it, just go and check out taco's videos not just for the With kettlebell my wife,
1: my wife might listen to this later on so be careful <laughs> i've
0: got a little man crush on taco um, <laughs> that's awesome look it's been amazing to have you on the podcast and look you know honestly thank you for everything you've done for me Thank you for everything you've done um, for, for helping me change. I do gen- genuinely feel so much stronger, certainly in the chest and everything else. The, the kettlebells have just been brilliant. Most of that has been free content. You know, it's amazing the work you do and, and inspiring people. And that's why I really wanted to get you on the podcast and see who else um, resonated with it. But I think I'm confident that we're going to do some more stuff. So I really want to see us both um, engaged. I'm going to do um, your, your kettlebell challenge, you're going to do the 90-day challenge. Let us know how you get on with that. But I think we can do something more in the in the community with some of the kettlebell stuff um, and uh, and incorporating what you do. So we'll chat some more about that. In the meantime, um, just to summarise, where do people find out more about you and what you're up to?
1: Uh, the, the main website is uh, www.cavemantraining.com. That's uh, where. People can find workouts, uh, the books are available there, courses, uh, etc. Then I can also go to YouTube uh, for the videos. There's over 800 videos on there. Uh, There's also uh, videos about stretching, uh, mobility. So it's not all about uh, just kettlebells. It's also about all the other things that are are important. So that's www.youtube.com forward slash caveman training. And then we're also on Facebook, uh, which is just www.facebook.com forward slash uh, training. And the same thing for all the other uh, social channels like uh, Instagram, Pinterest. We're we're very active on um, social media. And we also got a group. Uh, This is actually one of the biggest uh, kettlebell groups uh, on Facebook. Just if you type in kettlebell training in the Facebook search and you uh, narrow it down to just groups, that's the first group that will come up there's 11,000 people in there it's really great uh, people share their workouts uh, myself uh, and my wife and uh, a few other people moderate it so we always make sure that um, there's no trolling and there's no negativity uh, I also uh, curb um, people uh, not po- uh, I ask people not to post um, corrections so you got people posting their um, video up and then usually other people will always jump in and say oh you're not doing this right or you're not doing that right or you should be doing this but the the, the fact of the matter is sometimes they're not even trainers and th- there's also different ways of doing things so that's why in this group i promote uh, people not to provide feedback unless asked for and this uh, has created a really good uh, uh, environment in the group, and people really like to the, the post. So, a lot of people post their workouts, they post their questions in it. Uh, it's a really positive group. So, I, I can really encourage people to um, join the group. Just go to Facebook, type in uh, kettlebell training, and join up and say hello to me. If they came through uh, One Year No Beer, just come and say hello in the group and uh, promote uh, One Year No Beer as well.
0: Amazing. Fantastic. I love it. Um, I'll, I've, I've, I've already requested access myself. <laughs> because, uh, I, know I know that'll help me. Um, again, thanks for your time. And it's with a bit of luck, it sounds like we'll see you in Scotland soon. So, um, you know, um, our door is definitely open if you guys are up here. And if you, if you do come up here, we can do a couple of videos and things.
1: Yeah, again, but, uh, uh, We'll be traveling with our French bulldog. So I don't know if that's going to be a trouble. <laughs> love dogs yeah okay good <laughs> well, well thanks for having me
0: great taco thanks very much for being on the podcast
1: all right cheers
0: thanks for listening to the one year no beer podcast for a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself head on over to oneyearnobeer.com
1: oneyearnobeer.com